This is the Ramsey Call of the Day, part of the Ramsey Network. David is with us. David is in Louisville, Kentucky. Hi, David. How are you? I'm doing well, and uh, thanks for taking my call, Dave and George. I appreciate your guys' wisdom and opinion, so sure. uh, I'll try to be brief. Okay. And, um, uh, a little groundwork. I'm an over-the-road truck driver. Uh, I am out five days at a time, and I have rotating weekends. My wife works full-time. Uh, I would say two full-time jobs. She also takes care of our kid all week while I'm gone. Um, so we have a 20 month old and we have a, a second baby boy coming in nine days. Wow. Um, so yeah, mama's got her hands full. Um, I try to help while I'm there. Uh, and this job does have predictable schedules, uh, which really helped a lot, but here's what happened. Uh, a lot of relational stuff and, and a little financial thing, but I, I do wonder your thoughts on the financial thing. So when we put the second car seat in the, uh, she had a small SUV. I was the one who said, you know, this thing's a little tighter than it needs to be in here. Uh, for you having to pack them out in and out all day by yourself, um, we might look at some other options. So we talked about it. Could not agree on makes, models, anything. I'm looking at minivans. She's looking at SUVs. Um, we actually went and physically looked at some cars just to get some ideas, uh, try to compromise on things. And there was a little compromise on cars, you know, different makes and models. Uh, and then we were trying to figure out what would be realistic in our range with the trade and all that. And uh, there were several, we both got a little uh, sticker uh, eyeballs there and then tried to back away from that. Um, and there were several talks about, you know, we're not going to finance anything different than where we are now to get into the vehicle we need to be. Uh, you know, a lateral move is fine, but we're not going to go backwards. Um, next thing I know, Saturday, she sends me pictures of this van that she just went and picked up and uh, financed 10 grand. Um, we owed five as it was on a car, and we had the money to pay it off. We were doing the stork mode thing. Um, and I don't know, I don't know if she just had a change of heart. We, we had a commitment conversation last night and we agreed there's a lot of individual and relational counseling needed uh, to figure out how we even got to where we thought this was a good idea. My thought on the financial side is we turn right back around and sell that van and whatever the gap money is between the sell and paying off the loan, that's what we go by. Um, she seems to still think I don't know at what level that this was a good idea and that we should keep it, uh, that it's just five grand further backwards um, and that we can we can pay it off if we uh, buckle down. So I'm curious what your thought is there. Wow. Um, well, I'm vacillating between this lady's completely overwhelmed with two little uh, babies. She's pregnant and, and the fact that she completely lost her dadgum mind. And went, again, and, and went against everything in the relationship, lied to her husband, and acted like she wasn't even married. Um, so, I mean, part of me is sympathetic to where she is and how overwhelmed she is, and I get all of that, but part of me is really ticked at her right now. And I, I suppose, and and I suppose you're I probably am. 10x of both of those. Exactly. And, and I do understand, on the one hand, uh, not necessarily a bigger vehicle is the right choice of vehicle. The loan is completely separate from that. 
And well, and the de- but this decision-making process that is completely exactly. out of control, yeah. you're not That's going to ever have anything financially until we solve whatever is broken there in her uh, in her mind on how relationships work. Um, so, I, I um, yeah, you financially, what you need to do is sell the car, and you need to get a car that you can afford. Um, and also that would probably be a good idea for her to do, to recommit to your marriage, not necessarily to the Ramsey steps or something. You guys may decide together that you want to go deeply in debt. If you want to do that, that's fine. But whatever the, the first thing that has to happen is you all have to get on the same page and agree to keep your word to each other. You just can't have a relationship where you just don't keep your word to each other or where you act independently, unilaterally of each other like this. There's, there's just no data that says that creates a quality relationship. Yeah, the financial piece can be undone today, but the relational piece, the trust, that's going to take a while to build back up. And I think you're right that counseling is in order. And on the financial side, do you guys still have other types of debt outside of this car loan? Yeah. How much? Uh, how much? A, a little debt? bit. Yeah, they're working. Uh, we, they're working baby step we, two. We're close. We had, yeah, we had five grand left on the cars. This current car is now ten. So an additional five or six. Yeah. Um, she has a uh, $17,000 student loan, which would have been the next thing we tackled, and then some petty collections that she has from old credit cards. Yeah. Uh, my guess we, we is my guess is your wife feels like that she's been running her life by herself already for a long time because you're just never there. And um, she feels abandoned, and she just had to do what she had to do as an abandoned single mom. I'm, I'm thinking that's where she is emotionally. You don't feel like that's yeah, where she I is, but I think that. that's where she thinks she is. I, I agree with that. That that that's probably pretty fair for how she feels emotionally. I guess yeah. my concern is, you know, and I I don't downplay that at all, but uh, at least relationally and financially, we agreed to be on the same page, and then you went and did. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I, I'm I'm livid of her breaking her word and and just doing this, but I'm trying to figure out what level of distress she must have been in to do that because it sounds like you all had very clear conversations and then she just went and did whatever the flip she wanted to do anyway so which it just tells me she's just in freak out mode i guess i mean because i i don't this lady does not sound like someone who is obstinate arrogant she doesn't sound like that person to me she sounds more like somebody who feels i think she's a cornered animal and she bit you you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's how it feels. So you got to get to the bottom of that before you can fix this van thing. The van problem is the, is the symptom. It's not the thing. So and it, it may be, dude, you're coming off the road. and you got little babies, and she she's overwhelmed. And you may be coming off the road and doing something else so that you can be there for your family for a season. I don't know. But uh, I do know you need to sit down with a marriage counselor for sure. I'm not qualified to unravel all this. I can just I can kind of get on her side for a minute, but there's no way to justify what she did. On the other hand, so I can get on your side and be pissed about it too. I get it. I understand where your head is, but I'm trying to figure out what caused this so it doesn't happen again. That's the thing. Because if you don't break this, you're gonna be broke your whole life. Thanks for tuning in to the Ramsey Call of the Day. To check out all of our podcasts, just search Ramsey Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen.